12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Reds Cast podcast. There is the new season, Liverpool starts that yesterday against Leeds. I am joined on Skype by Steve, as always. How are we doing? Afternoon, Matty, yeah. Um, yeah, doing well, like, Liverpool back to the Yardway, you know? Yeah, <laughs> back to the Yardway. Um, I mean, we are pretty much like that, aren't we? Most first games of the season, we are explosive. Um but it's a worry, you know, how bad we was at defending. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, even even your, your, your calmest and your, your most reliable players are making mistakes. Yeah. Like Van Dijk, <sighs> and it was, it was crazy. But we'll start with, um, with the 11s. Leeds are actually a decent little team, aren't they? They are. I think they'll, they'll do well. Um, probably... Probably mid table. So I don't think they're in any danger of going south. Uh, probably a bit early to say that. Yeah. But I just have this feeling from them that they're, they're going to have a real go. I mean, the last time I said a team would do well was Norwich last year <laughs> <laughs> after the first game of the season. But um, with Leeds, they play. They're very similar to us, aren't they? Um, but I mean, when I look at the formation, they. They play for. They have Calvin Phillips where like Hendo and Fabinho and that would play. And then they have four in midfield and just one up front with Bamford. Um, but obviously Harrison and Helder Costa are pretty much a wing-back, so they're like, they play like Salah and Mane anyway, so they play very, very similar to Liverpool. Yeah. And you can see it, can't you? Like, they went toe-to-toe with us, like, we're champions of England. Absolutely, yeah. Not many teams come to that field and do that, because even the big, the so-called big teams, the, most of them are too scared, I would say. Probably City aside, because City do generally give us a game. Yeah. Most other teams are too scared to even come away from their own 18-yard box against us because the, the way we can tear teams apart. But Leeds, they, they weren't scared. They were like, no, we're here to have a game and we're yeah. going to play our way and whatever happens, happens and fair play to them. I mean, we did have, obviously have two penalties, um, but I was in no doubt with either of them. I know Carragher said on Sky that he was a bit unsure of the, um, the first penalty. But the handball rules have changed this year, haven't they? Where if it comes into any contact with your arm, it's a pen. But ref- let's, let's be honest, his hands was way away from his body. Yeah, yeah. And with Michael Oliver as well, he was the ref. He, he's, um, he's always bang on. He's probably the best ref in the country. So when you see him give it, you know that it's going to be it's going to be sound, really. He was, he was right there, wasn't he? Yeah. He was, he was close enough to see it and... He got it right. He did for both of them. I think he got it right. I've seen a few of the Sky Sports presenters were a bit iffy about it because it's, you know, it's bounced off of his foot, hasn't it? Yeah. But his hand is in such an unnatural position and it's travelled far enough to him before it hit his leg. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't like the new handball rules to meet myself um, mm. because you just know that it's going to catch showing people out this year. We was on the the right side of it, this game, but you know it's going to go against us at some point in the season. Yeah, absolutely. It'll even itself out throughout the season, no doubt. Although, you know, everyone's probably already calling us penalty pool and all that shit yes. to come up with it. But, I mean, um, games like that... We're an attacking team, so we spend that much time in the opposition box. Yeah, it's going to happen. Penalties are higher. I mean, we had 22 shots. So. Yeah. But only yeah, six of them I mean, were on target, which is just abysmal. And we're considering Leeds only had six shots... Um, three of theirs yeah. were on target. There was a lot more clinical, but Le- the stats we had are very similar to what Leeds had in the championship last year. I was having a look, and mm. they was like creating like twenty two shots a game and only having maybe like, two or three on target. Um, and that that was very similar to Liverpool yesterday. We were clinical, but we weren't clinical. When you think to, like Bobby's miss, um, and there's a few other chances as well where we should have just buried them. But it's the first game back, so there is going to yeah. still be rustiness there. Um. We had seventeen shots inside the box, though, which to me is just <clears throat> we're not we weren't clinical enough. No, no. I mean, the, the one that stood out for me most was Firmino's chance. Yeah. Um, I was I was watching the match with Ashley. Ashley, we were discussing it. Um, as, as you were saying as great as 
Bobby is all the things he does. You yeah. want your number nine to be banging that in nine times out of ten. And I don't think Bobby bangs that in nine times out of ten. I think he probably gets two or three. Yeah, definitely. Thinking back to their first goal, Jack Harrison, um, it was open play from their keeper. And Gomez was quite poor on that goal. But one person I just want to highlight really was, was Trent. Because he, yeah. was, he was really shaky at times, wasn't he? He was he was one of a few I could name that were off the pace. Yeah. Um, to be fair, he did really well for that goal. Yeah. He, he really did well. He took it well. He got it. It was I guess it was probably a couple of half hours tackles from Gomez and Van um, from Trent. Yeah. But he did really well and he finished it well. Um, there, there was a few times I've seen I think Henderson as well just. Not quite, not quite there. You can tell they've missed pre- they, them two in particular. I've missed preseason, like, can't you? Yeah, you can, yeah. Um, but that, you know, that, that's just how it is. So we've got to get them in. You know, we've got to let them have these games where they're a little bit off the pace. And fortunately, it hasn't cost us this weekend. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, a couple of games in, they'll they'll be a bit less rusty, and the mistakes will disappear. Hopefully. Well, <clears throat> I was going to ask you. Well, We'll talk to people at the Chelsea game later on, but would you say it's too early now to maybe start Trent in that game, given he hasn't had a pre-season, he's only really trained with England, uh, he was so off the pace, would it be worth putting Gomez at right-back and Matip in the middle with Van Dijk? No, no. I would I would stick with Trent, um, but I, <laughs> I would replace Gomez with Matip. Would you? Would so he was a bit shaky yesterday, Gomez, but then when you watch us get, I, I watched the England game and he was phenomenal. Mm. So, I mean, Gomez does have shaky games sometimes, but he, he's more consistent than, than shaky, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, there's a couple of things. I mean, maybe he's another one. He just needs a few more games to, to get into it. But there was a few things I've seen him do. I've seen him come out of position. I've seen him see Lee Van Dijk isolated once or twice. And, you know, he come out when he shouldn't. Yeah. And I'm thinking if that's Lovren doing that, he gets all sorts of abuse. It, it sort of gets ignored a little bit because it's Gomez. Um, don't get me wrong, he's, he's got the quality there. He's, he just, at the moment, he still looks like he's, uh, he's likely to make a mistake here, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's fair. Um, looking on towards Van Dyke's header, who knew Andy Robertson could take a corner? He got two assists yesterday. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because I didn't put him in my fantasy team. I <laughs> fantasy team. That's why Robo stuck over the year, the course. I put Trent as my captain. <laughs> oh, no. There's, there's people out there who put Salah as triple captain. You might as well just give it to them. That's oh, it, no. I'm in a few money leagues this year, and I just had a bad start. He had Bamford on my bench, um, oh. and obviously he scored as well. He played quite well, Bamford. But, <clears throat> yeah, going back to the goal... Good free kick from Robertson, weren't it? And it seemed like he was taking quite a lot of the corners, more so than Trent, which is yeah. very unusual, isn't it? Yeah, I remember something got said last year. It might have even come from Robbo, uh, that he's better at hitting a moving ball. Yeah. So it something he's been working hard on. I mean, he, first game back and he's getting an assist like that for Van Dijk. I mean, it was Paul Markham, wasn't it, from Leeds? You oh, don't okay. give Van Dijk that much space in the box, but it was clinical. I didn't even know it went in. At first, no, I thought he'd save. It. Yeah, it's proper. I I hate it without the crowd. Like, <laughs> I, um, in a way, I made up the seasons back, but I'm gutted because I was thinking back to like the Norwich game last year, first game of the season. Like we had the mosaic on the cop. I was in the Annie Road, and it was the atmosphere was boss because we were like we were back as European champions. And I just think how good that atmosphere would have been with three thousand Leeds fans. They make noise. Us our first game back as champions, and I was just like, it just felt like. Last season still, because that's how it ended. It's just, it's, just, I know, I know. it's crap. It's like something missing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, the fans are missing, so it's massive. But it just really, really, you really felt it because of, it should have been a big occasion. Yeah, because it was champions against champions, really, wasn't yeah. it? And I mean, I I watched the second half without the crowd noise, and I'm, I'm never doing that again. I don't like it. <laughs> I even the crowd noise just gives it a little bit of umph. Do you know what I mean? Even though you know that's it's not there. Yeah, I think that's what confused me with fans like Spock, because I think whoever was in control of the crowd noise didn't realise it had gone in either. Yeah, at least they done the... Oh, 
Yeah. Like that, like, like it is on FIFA. And I was like, is that not winning? It looked like it went in. It was dead confusing. You see Van Dijk walking off like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was made up when he scored, though. It, it's, it was a brilliant goal, but then 10 minutes later, he proved he was human again. We've said Van Dijk's yeah. human in the past two podcasts. Um, it was a it was a really poor error from Van Dijk, something we've never ever seen before, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, I don't know what happened. Like I think he was just too too casual. Too, it was probably like he was too cocky because yeah, it's only he's probably thinking it's only Leeds, and you can't really blame him for that because you've only played in the Championship. You are the yeah. best player in the world, and it's Patrick Bamford who can't. Making in the Prem ever. I'm gonna. I don't know whether this will be controversial. I'm gonna put a little bit of that on Alisson. To be fair, because I don't think he's gives Van Dijk the call. Yeah. Alisson hasn't looked hasn't looked as strong as Alisson can be in recent weeks in preseason. Um, but it's only the first game. Like he's gonna concede goals, and I honestly believe that where Patrick Bamford hasn't had a good life in the Premier League, so to speak. He had 16 mm. goals for Leeds last year. I think this is his year. And I think Leeds are... I've, put, I've got the idea that I think they're going to finish eighth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I not too bothered. Anyway, That's I what I mean. Know. So I'm not too bothered about Van Dijk making a mistake against them because, A, we didn't get beat. That's the main thing. We got three points. Yeah, it didn't cost us. Yeah, I mean, the goal difference, obviously, you want to get better goal difference. And us scoring four goals, we shouldn't... If we were strong with the back, we would have... Had a better goal difference however yeah. I think Leeds are going to give people a lot of problems yeah, this yeah they are yeah, and it's good to have a team like that who will come up against people who may be challenging us and give them a game rather than teams like Norwich who <laughs> just got pretty much walked over by everyone yeah. um, you need better quality there in, in the Premier League and I think they are they're, they're, they're a proper Premier League team I mean, Bielsa's a phenomenal phenomenal manager he came in 2018 from Lille uh, and Benjamin Mendy worked under him and he's been tweeting about how good he is. He's got a 56% win percentage already at Leeds. Apparently he lives on top of a sweet shop. He's pr- he's probably <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not saying Klopp lives on top of a sweet shop, but he probably is Leeds' little own Klopp, isn't he? Like he, You can see he's, he's a proper character. Um, I love his little bucket that he sits on. Like, I'm, I'm, do you know what? Like, I'm not a massive Leeds lover. It's well documented. So I don't really like them, but... I'm interested to see how they do this year. Yeah. Because they just the the fans, you know, they're passionate. I mean, I know they don't really like Scousers, but they're a good team. They are a good team. And I feel like someone like them could they easily walk people like Arsenal. They could probably walk yeah. Tottenham. So they should be maybe getting considered as one of the big clubs again, straight away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, we've had teams in the past. I mean, since they went down, was it 16 years ago? Yeah, I think so. Do you look at the teams we've had in the Premier League, you, you Blackpool, Wigan, Bournemouth, teams like that, they're Premier League teams. Yeah, I mean, Leeds had, had, like... had a time time, didn't they? They went down to League One, I think. Yeah. Um, for a little bit. So, I think they've just had bad owners. Um, they've just been like a selling club. Because they yeah. were saying on the commentary yesterday, well, Calvin Phillips, he's been one player who's been refused to be sold. And he just wanted to do it with his childhood team. So fair play to him. And I mean, he's, they describe him as a quarterback, but he's to me, he's like a deeper Bobby Firmino Phillips, isn't he? Like he's always yeah. that pass before the pass for them. Yeah, yeah. He gets himself into good positions. He's always stops the ball. Um, but he wasn't in any way intimidated by us. Yeah, you could tell that. I don't think any of them was. I think they were all up for no. the occasion, whether it be because it was the first game in the Prem. But they all looked like they had been in the Prem for a while and they only rarely had El De Costa and um, Hernandez, who used to play for Swansea, in the team who had Premier League experience. I mean, Rodrigo went to West Brom, I think it was, for a few months, about 10 years ago when he was a teenager. But they don't, they don't have much Premier League experience, but they didn't look out of place at all. But... <clears throat> one, one thing we were saying about their, their players, me, me and Ashley were discussing it, we were saying not one of them would get anywhere near our first. Um, I don't think. I'm just looking at their you, team, you, yeah. you go through their starting 11 and our starting 11, not one of theirs is any, any better no, than they any would, of our. No, they wouldn't get in our team. Um, one player that stood so, out for me, though, was their captain, that A-ring, the right-back. He's a decent little player. Yeah. Him. But, yeah... I mean, I'd probably take one or two of them for the bench if I had to, but exactly. 
So yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't get into our team like when I'm looking at it. You'd think looking at them teams on paper before the game, we should be turning them over. And, and without the mistakes, we probably would have turned them over 4-0, 4-1, something like that. Yeah. I mean, but they, they, because they play like Liverpool, we aren't the only team in the league now who's playing like that, so they're going to then cause problems. Like, I just think they're a dark horse this season. Mm. As is another dark... Well, I'm not going to say he's a dark horse because he gets wrote off and called a one-season wonder since he's been at Liverpool, but Mo Salah... I honestly think that fella's got a point to prove this season. He didn't get included in the um, PFA team of the year at all. Didn't make it at all this year, which is mad because I've got it wrote down somewhere. In the Prem last year, he had 19 goals and 10 assists in 34 games. He had 29 goal contributions and he didn't make team of the year. Like, what's that all about? And What's he got to do? Like, yeah. yesterday, he was, he was phenomenal. He, he looked um, sharp. There was plenty of our players who were bang average, if yeah. we're honest. He was by far, stands out, the best player on the pitch. I mean, because of that game, he's been getting, apparently, he's the number one target for Koeman at bar, so he can leg it. <clears throat> because the only way, I mean, Mbappe's come out today and said he wants to leave at the end of the season. I That's the only way I'd probably be willing to let Mo Salah go if we're getting Mbappe, Jaden Sancho, someone like that, someone who's a lot younger, who's as good to replace him but yeah. <clears throat> yesterday Mo plays with confidence and usually it takes a while to kickstart the season I mean he's scored on every opening day for the past four years since he's been at the pool yeah. but then it takes usually takes him a while to get going getting a hat-trick he's, on his first game of the season flying, he? yeah he's got that confidence is there and that that goal oh my god it reminded me that she, I know it was a lot closer, but the power behind it was like, do you remember the Chelsea goal last season? Oh, really cut in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to break the net. It, you could, I, I'm sure he done an interview with Van Dyke, or he's commented on one of Van Dyke's posts, you know, in recent months, um, mm. where Van Dyke had won stuff, and Mo Salah commented, like, don't, you don't want to win all the awards this year because you know what happens the following year. And he, <laughs> he's not wrong, like, he hasn't won nothing last year, and he, I was looking... In the Prem, to have 29 goal contributions in 34 games and not get any award is just crazy. I mean, Sadio Mane deserves what he won. Trent obviously got Young Player of the Year, well-deserved. Uh, Hendo got Rice's Player of the Year, again, well-deserved. But man, was, Sterling in that, was Sterling in that team of the year? I think so, yeah. Because, I mean, what were his numbers? No idea, but... Mo Salah went under the radar last year. Absolutely, yeah, 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 for sure he did, yeah. Like, does I didn't realise how good them numbers were <laughs> until <laughs> a few hours ago. Like, they... We're just taking for granted, don't we? Yeah, he's world-class. He's our best player. I mean, Sadio Mane is the best player in the world, but he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is our, our best player. I only say, and Mane did look off the pace a little bit yesterday, where Sal yeah, yeah. Salah just looked like he was in a, a league of his own yesterday and if he can keep that up I mean people are saying like we haven't bought anyone what I would count as this window as a success would be tying Genie down yeah I don't care about Thiago like, I'm not bothered yeah he'd add so much quality to the midfield but I can only see him coming in if we sell players which I'll touch on now Ismail Saar has been linked with us Massively, um, yeah. but I don't think he's worth it. I it depends on the figures to throw on about for him. He's he's one of them who did really well against us. Um, other than that, he's a sort of hot and cold player. Now we've bought players in the past who have destroyed us, like Benteke, Andy Carroll. What's yeah. that saying? One player I. I want, if I, had, if I was Jürgen, I wouldn't be going for Ismail Asar, I'd be going for Daku. You're the Red Bull Salzburg striker. Oh, yeah. The one who was amazing against us in pre-season. He scored four yeah. goals yesterday for Salzburg. And i seen oh. someone on Twitter say, sign him now before he becomes unsignable. Yeah. I, I'd rather have him. I mean, I think what Jürgen's looking for is somebody who can play the whole front three, left, right, and down the middle, which Saar probably can and you can learn, mm -hmm. learn off my user's mate. Yeah. But I think, especially if we're selling Brewster, which is rumoured, we'll touch on that later on in the podcast, though, because that's a big topic. But mm -hmm. if he's going to be sold, I'd rather bring somebody in like Daku, who's out and out 
goal scorer and that's what he wants. I'm not bothered about covering the left and the right because you've got Minamino who can do that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I say, we haven't got a, a proper striker, striker, have we? No. I, I mean, say, Bruce is as close as we've got and if we're getting rid of him, yeah, that leaves us a bit thin, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, before we go on to them talking points, finishing the game off, just want to touch on um, that held the cost of the goal. It was a very, very poor goal on Liverpool's half. Terrible throw by Trent to Salah. Um, yeah. We didn't track back on the runs. Um, and it just made Liverpool look amateur. It was... That was a couple of minutes... Was that a couple of minutes after Curtis Jones had come on? Literally within the same so, minute, yeah. yeah. So they were still setting themselves as a, as a unit, weren't they? Yeah. And they just all forgot to track the run. No, no one picked him up. I think it was just, I don't know who Adam was a genie or someone sort of Adam. Yeah, close, I think so. Just ambled away from him, and everyone just left him. I mean, I can't fault Jones's performance at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not me being biased. It's more no, no, I wasn't, I wasn't blaming Jones. No, I'm not. I'm not I know. Just, I know. You went, it was as you come on. So that's the yeah. minute you make a sub, your team's everywhere anyway. I completely understand that. But touching on Jones, I don't think a. He's done himself any bad, bad press. Right? What was what's the word I'm looking for? Didn't do himself any harm. Yeah, he he was he was solid. Um, the Van Dijk offside though, he was questionable for Jones because that was literally like what fifteen minutes after the Elder Costa goal, back and forth as always throughout that game. Um, but Jones, to me, the saying he was off offside. The tackle wasn't even mentioned, was it? it? Was off. I'm sure it was offside, but then Jones didn't touch the ball. So why should he? Why would it? Why did it get ruled offside when Jones didn't come into the play? Because they've ruled that goal out for an offside. So we're reviewing it. Don't get me wrong. Did, it was a foul. Did he make a move to the ball? No, not really. He fouled the player, the uh, fellow who he stopped the run of the person tracking Van Dijk, oh, yeah. it? I think it was that mm-hmm. Koch, or however you say his name. <laughs> Um, Ask Jamie Carragher. <laughs> well, he, on his Sky Sports, was it Martin Tyler in the commentary or whoever it was said said it, and Jamie Carragher went, "You what?" And he didn't realise it was it was cock, and then he was like, "Oh, you'll be sound." And all game Carragher was sat there made up saying it, but um, Curtis tackled whoever it was who was meant to be Mark and Van Dyke. So, but the referee ruled that goal offside for Van Dyke for the foul. To be fair, I. No, that's what I. That if it was for the foul, I don't my hands up and say yeah, it wasn't a goal because Jones fouled yeah. him. But because it was ruled out for offside, Jones didn't come into the, didn't didn't touch the ball. No. So it's just crazy. I mean, you you could say that he interfered with the play. Which if is what I think. The rule is if you make a, a movement towards the ball, that makes you active. So if he's made any movement towards the ball, he's offside. Whether he gets it or not. I mean, it was a bit of an experience from Jones. It was a bad tackle. Van Dijk probably would have got to the ball anyway. Um, but that, to me, I was sat there. And do you know what? I don't know about you, but that whole game just screamed last season for me. Do you know where Liverpool just find a way to win? I was worried, I'll be honest, after Van Dijk's goal got ruled offside because of how good leads are. I thought, this is going to be a draw, this first game of the season. And then... And then when we when Sal got the pen, I was just like, it reminded me of the rest of the game last year yeah. when we won in a lot dying minutes with a pen. And that's that is how you win the league. We spoke that's, about it last is, year. If you remember the first, I think I was talking yesterday about it. The I think the first at least eight to ten games, barring I think there was one game where we really turned it on. We didn't really do a lot. We just we weren't brilliant last, last year at all. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't. <clears throat> unbelievable last year we were just found a way to win yeah yeah and that's what we've done again which against the good side when you're not playing well yourself you take that <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable like, I'd take it all day going back yeah. to uh, to Jones though he's kept his place on the bench from last year Elliot wasn't there Nico wasn't there uh, I don't know if Nico's is down to and playing with Wales um, but he wasn't on the bench he's obviously got the number 17 now Stevie's old number yeah. Do you think he's got a key part to play this season? Do you think he is in immediate plans off Jürgen? Yes. Do you think if Thiago comes in, no, he it hampers his development? Or if Thiago comes in, I would say that would knock it to go start. Um, I'm looking now, and I looked at the substitutions he made. 
I think Curtis Jones now, as as a midfielder, has took a step ahead of Milner. Yeah. You'd expect Milner to come on yesterday. <laughs> I think as a, as, a, as a, if you bring in a midfielder on, I think Curtis Jones was and it showed yesterday with the substitution he brought Jones on it as a Milner. He's not he's not, he's not not afraid either, is he? When he's on the ball, he's not afraid to go into a tackle. He's not afraid to shield himself, to be strong, to be the bigger man. Like he he doesn't look like a kid, does he? No, and it's when you think back to Trent, he just came in one game and just never left. Set the world place, and I mean I'm not saying Jones is going to come. in. We've got ten central midfielders in the club. But if he's going to get 20, 30 minutes most weeks, some weeks start against your likes of West Broms and stuff like that, yeah. I think he's going to have a big impact myself. Um, obviously, Je- Stevie Gerrard said that he's the best player he's worked with. I mean, that was before he went to Rangers, obviously. That was when he was just yeah. working it there. But Gerrard has worked with some phenomenal players down the line when you think like Alonso's, Mascherano's, stuff like that. Igor Bishkans, people like that. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Jones for me, it, I think him and I've said it before, him and Trent are generational. Yeah. And it's when I seen him on the bench and none of the others on the bench, I was made up because I was just like, he's in the plans, him. And I think that's why we're not budging on our valuation of Thiago, to be honest. Mm. Because why pay 35 million? Well, why pay 35 million for a 29 year old when you've got someone who you've got for nothing at your academy who has got 15 years in him and he's, he's not yeah. going to want to leave Liverpool because he's going to want to be the captain of Liverpool the same as Trent they've got exactly. no reason to leave Liverpool you know, like, don't get me wrong I'm not comparing him to Gerrard because no one Steven Gerrard but at one point Steven Gerrard had to be given a go otherwise we'd have never known who he was I mean I think it'll be impossible to replicate how much of an impact Gerrard had from the off because he scored oh, like his full day yeah, yeah. but with Jones he scored in his in like his he come on at the end of last year, didn't he? He's got a goal. Um, I'm excited for him. And if I'm going to be completely honest, if we end this window without Thiago, I won't be bothered. Because no. when you think about it, we've got the Ox, we've got Keita, got Genie, got Hendo, got Fabinho, got Curtis Jones, all for midfield. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Jones even got on the bench ahead of Shakiri, which for me is a mad one because I thought he'd be one of the first people out the door. But he's, yes. been, he's been on like kit launches, he's been doing interviews, and like he's part of the actual team. And but he's not getting a look in come yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I mean, Gruwich was on the bench, Bruce was on the bench, Harry Wilson didn't make the bench either. To me, they're, them four are getting sold. Looks that way. It does look that way. Um, say that the bench is down to seven players now, isn't it? From yeah, nine. it's like the normal. Yeah. So. It's going to be hard keeping more players happy. I mean, I'd be completely honest. I'd rather Brewster or Wilson on the bench over Origi. I'd rather keep hold of one of them and get rid yeah. of Origi instead because I feel like you'd get more money for Origi than you yeah. would. I mean, I've seen rumours we want to keep hold of Wilson, which I'd be happy to keep hold of. He's a good option off the bench. Um, but I feel like he'll probably end up at Villa, West Brom, someone like that. Um, mm. he's going to be one of them players who just is like a mid-table prem player I think I mean I was dead excited from when I used to watch the academy games him and Jones were phenomenal but and then he's got to be so plateau now on his, on his ability hasn't he he's yeah. not, doesn't seem to be improving I mean although I, you know he's at a good level he's got to a good level but he hasn't sort of kicked on to that that next level where he is I mean he top, wants to stay at Liverpool like that's the thing he does want to stay at Liverpool I know one of his ex-teammates um and he's he does want to stay at Liverpool. He still speaks to him, and I'd like to I'd like him to stay. But then if we can if we're selling them for to then fund getting say Thiago and getting say either Ismail Sarr or Dahu, or we've been linked with somebody from Anderlecht, um, a young kid who plays the free up front as well, I then wouldn't be complaining because I trust Klopp. But yeah. Gruwich is somebody who. I mean, it's a shame that we'll have to sell him because he's never going to get a head looking over the amount of midfielders we've got. But oh, I think I, I think he's a good talent, to be honest. He is a massive unit as well, isn't he? Yeah. He hasn't got a lot of them in midfield. I mean, touching on the on the four of them, we haven't heard any rumours of anyone coming in for Shaq. Um The only one who's no. been t- talked about with a buyback clause is Brewster. Now, yeah. buyback clauses, 
I've seen loads of people slagging this off on Twitter, saying like, why sell them and stuff like that. Now, Rian Brewster, not, at the present moment in time for his age, will be worth a fair bit of money given what he's done at Swansea last year. Given that in pre-season he scored, he's a, he's a goal scorer. People know it. And people would take a gamble on him. People would say pay 20 million for him. Why loan yeah. him to say Aston Villa? Why loan him there? When we could then we could sell him for twenty mil and have a buyback clause for say twenty five mil. If he has an unbelievable season in the Prem, we're getting him back at the end of the year for twenty five mil. Yeah, huge. You haven't lost much, have you? No, and we're using the money that we're getting off him now to invest in somebody who is ready now. Like Brewster, yeah. probably he is better than Origi. People would rather have him on the bench than Origi. That's fair enough. But then. We've seen him when he's had chances in games that aren't pre-season and stuff, and he hasn't been unbelievable. Now, he's found his form at Swansea, but that's half a season in the Championship. I feel like he needs another season either in the Championship or he needs to go to like a mid-table, lower-table lower Prem team. And if he proves yeah. himself, we can buy him back. Buybacks yeah. can work. I th you think back to like Barcelona. I mean, it's a bad example, but with... And Gerard Delafeu, he had a good season at Everton, so then they brought him back for literally yeah. about a million more, two million more. Yeah, I mean, and he didn't hit it, it off again. Work. Yeah, it, in the end, but it could it have. Could have so if he has an unbelievable season in the Prem this year, Brewster, we would have first dibs on him with a buyback clause. And if Klopp then thought, you know what, no, we don't need him, then he goes, and that's that. But what I don't see the point in keeping hold of kids and hampering their development like a Harry Wilson he's been on loan one player who I will highlight is like Ben Woodburn he just went to Spa to Rotterdam or something like that yeah um, and he's been a couple on loan he was coming through pre-season wasn't he it looked like he was going to sort of break in yeah but he's been on loan for the past four years when the Liverpool just going to sell him like yeah yeah they're probably not paying his wages but he's still on our books why aren't yeah, we just cashing in again that's always that's like also down to the player it's like, like after you've been on a couple of loans, the players you go through his agent like, Get me out. Get me out, it's not happening. Like you look at Harry Wilson, he's been loaned out, but he's done the system properly because he's done League One Championship Prem. Yeah. But then you look at like Shea Ojo, he's never going to make it at Liverpool. And we've loaned them out again to this year, and it's like, just sell them. We don't need yeah. them. Why, why you know, he's had enough time now to, to establish himself and to make an age himself in the end. I can't remember who it was, but someone put on Twitter and he made a good point. If you get loaned out, you're not wanted at the club. Mm -hmm. Elliot, Jones and Nico Williams are not even mentioned about getting game experience elsewhere. And they're, yeah. they're mentioned in the first, they're mentioned around the first team now. Now you look at like your Wilsons, your Ojos, your Woodburns, Brewster, people who are going out on loan. Obviously Klopp thinks there's better options than them. Yeah. So why would, why keep them? Like why affect that kid's development? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, as you said, you're not wanted by the club. If you if you if you sent out on loan, certainly more than once, then I think the club see you as maybe an asset, but not as a as a player. Yeah. For them, so as a player, you've got to look at it and go, well, is that all I am? I'm just a number. You know what I mean? So. I mean, you look at like Bobby Duncan. He's, I mean, he's doing what he's done to us to Florentina now, trying to get a move to Brentford. Um, but he was probably right in his own little way when I think more about it now because he's forced to move out because he wants to play doesn't yeah. want to affect his development and I agree with him like what's the point in getting shipped out on loan if you're not going to make it like I'm sure I heard a, a, a stat ages ago saying that out of an, a a, tea, a squad of players in the academy only two players are, they ever want they ever know will make it the rest yeah. of the age just play with them two players and when yeah. you look at it, we've had Jones and Nico and Trent or something pumped out in the recent years. So the yeah. other, other players probably wouldn't get a sniff in. No, no. It's, it's, it's very rare that you'll get an actual batch of players all together. Um, we've, got, we've got like a little mini batch of, you know, two or three players, but you're never going to get what, I mean, the best example is United. You're never going to get that. That's nice coming. too. That's just like, a, that was a complete one-off. Yeah. And no one else is going to replicate that because they just touch lucky with having the right players at the right time coming through. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. Like, I'm I'm happy in a way for Brewster to go. But because he's being linked with going, I can't help but think Origi's staying. 
Well, is it like the way I was thinking about Brewster is, is like a marker of where you think he is at the club. If you see Minamino or Origi in the starting lineup, maybe it'd raise an eyebrow. If you seen Brewster in the starting lineup for a Premier League game, you'd be like, really? Yeah. It would raise more than an eyebrow, and that that just sort of shows where he is. Touching on Minamino. I personally think yesterday's game would have been perfect for him to play. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of creativity, but. Yeah, I mean, it links in, it links in with what I'm going to ask you, you know. Are you, at the minute, are you. Before I, I say what I want to say, Bobby should have scored, as we know. Um, yeah. Loads of people are questioning his form. Where do you stand on it? He's not at his best. He's not. Yeah. He needs, and I think he's sort of resting on his laurels because he's got no real competition. He needs to kick up the arse. He needs, maybe he needs to be dropped. You know, maybe he needs to be dropped for a game or two and then he'd be like, oh, okay, so I've got to do something. I and he's still, he's still Bobby, don't get me, I love him. I love him to bits because he's, he's brilliant, but he's, I, I don't know, just something's not quite sticking for him. I think he was all right yesterday. Uh, I don't understand the slack he got because with games like that, you don't really see Bobby uh, on the ball that much, so to speak. He spends a lot of his time running out of position to get other people yeah. position and stuff like that. And because they man mark, he, he worked on that. And Bobby was key, I think, for how much space that was at the back. But yet, chances like that, he should be finishing. I mean, right. if, he, if he puts that away... No one says a thing about his performance. Exactly. And it's just because he didn't score or get an assist. He's like, oh, because because you didn't score or assist, oh, we should question you. But I agree, I think Minamino should have started ahead of Bobby yesterday because he's had a better pre-season than Bobby. He looked more sharp. But then I also understand why he'd go to you. That was, that was Klopp's go-to 11, bar Milner. Yeah. Kaiser played instead of Milner. That's Klopp's go-to eleven when he knows it's going to be tough. Tell you what, did we not ask Mister Binio in that first half? Yeah, we just look so much. And I mean, I know they scored in the second half, but we looked so much sharper at the back, didn't we? When he came on, he just tied yeah. his everything up. Yeah, um, and it left it left the defense less exposed. And I found in the first half, our defense was exposed. Yeah, I mean, I think he got it wrong yesterday, Klopp, in a sense of Hendo finished last season. He was obviously injured for the end of last season, but the, when he was playing, he was playing more advanced. So to ask someone who's coming back off injury to go and play the, that role, which is so important for how the system works, it was tough for him. And he did obviously get in a bit of a go with the advanced role, but only for eight minutes. <laughs> and to be honest, he looked, he looked a yard off the pace anyway. Yeah, I think it was just more because first game back he hadn't played. Yeah. He felt like he had to start him, and fair enough. After the season last year, he did deserve to start. Um, but I just feel like if he if he wanted Hendo to start, he probably should have dropped Genie or Kaiser and played for Benio, and yeah. allowed Hendo to play that advanced role. Uh, I can't couldn't fault Kaiser yesterday. He did have a good preseason, deserved to play. He, he did mm-hmm. make some promising runs. Um, yeah. I could, honestly I, couldn't fault him. But when, when he got brought off first, it was a bit of a surprise. Um, because they say Henderson looked a little bit off the pace. Genie, say didn't do anything particularly wrong, but he wasn't setting the world on fire. Kater, I think, was probably up to that point, probably just edging as the best out of them three. Yeah. Uh, so for him to get brought off was a bit of a surprise, unless it was planned, unless he wasn't fit enough. Maybe Fabinho wasn't fit enough. I think Genie was always getting ninety minutes because there's rumours he signed the contract. Right. I'm not sure. So to give him ninety minutes, it's like we we trust you. Yeah. Like yeah. I think, and a lot we've been so active lately on social media, Liverpool with genie gifts, genie pitches. Yeah. I mean, I, there's that pitch that's come out. That, yeah. There's been pit, that pitch that's come out with Henderson yeah. jumping for joy in front of him. I think he has signed it. Maybe that that's was a, been, that's been leaked on purpose. Yeah, I think it'll be announced probably tomorrow, um, Monday morning or. They're saving it and they're just going to do a day where they announce Genie's contract and I'm just signing the Tiago on, on Genie's Instagram. He, he actually posted that picture himself. Same caption, this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <clears throat> I think it is done. Uh, I'd love to keep him. 
And I think it's more so done because now the Salah to Barca rumours have started and it's not Genie to Barca anymore. Um, <laughs> Koeman obviously is a red. His red Christmas tree was a sign. We love him. But yeah, I hope Genie has signed. I think he's a lot more important to this team than people make out. Um, he's a phenomenal player. We wouldn't have won the Champions League without Genie. Um, the, no. You think so last year? What I would like to see him though this year is maybe played a, a bit more advanced, you know, like he does for Holland. Yeah. Because yeah, he's a good he goal scorer. Yeah, he's a goal scorer for Holland. And I'd like to see him that play that little bit more advanced for yeah. us. Um especially like that midfield yesterday. It's a shame to say it, but if Fabinho did start instead of Henderson and you had Kaiser and Genie, that's a quite a creative midfield going forward. Yeah. Um but obviously I don't want to see Endo miss out. This is where we've got too many midfielders. Mm-hmm. Um, we need but more. There's plenty of games to be played. Yeah, you know, there is suspensions, all that sort of stuff. I mean, I don't know if we, if we'll go all guns blazing for the cups. I'd like to see us go for the FA Cup. Um, I'd like to see us win everything. To be honest, like well, that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see us win everything. Like, but I wanna before we go any further. I wanna we touched we and you set some predictions a few weeks ago, and we said we'd do it at the start of the season. Um, so we're gonna write them down. I want you top top six um, in order. Okay. I want your winner of the Champions League. Right, I haven't seen everyone play yet. I want I want your winner <laughs> with the the Europa. This is what I mean. I want before the start of the season. I want you winner the top six, winner the Champions League, winning the Europa League, the FA Cup, the League Cup. Uh, and who's going to be the bottom three? All right, okay. So, so, so we'll start with the top six. Um, I'll stick with my original top four, which I said a few weeks back. I'm not going to change that because I haven't seen anyone. I haven't seen everyone play. So I said Chelsea, Liverpool, City, United, didn't I? Yeah. Then fifth and sixth, I will go with Arsenal and Spurs. Do you want to talk us through why? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that's just where I, I rank the, the the current squads. How I, I, I think that the squads. I mean, we was going to do it at the end of the transfer window, but the reason I want to do it now is the transfer window ends um, after a few good, few games in the season. So, like yeah. now, for example, you. Might have maybe said Leeds in your bottom three at the start of the season, but after seeing as you know, they're probably not going to be, so it can change. But I I, that's why I want to do it before everyone's played. So, okay. what about your um, your bottom three. three? Bottom three, yeah. Four. Yeah. West Ham. Yeah. Um, West Brom. <laughs> issues going on at West Ham, like, isn't there? I know. <laughs> Um, Champions League Champions League Us Interesting No bias there at all Europa League Don't even know who's in it Who's um, I'll tell you Someone from Someone from Italy will win it Whoever <laughs> Whichever Italian team are in there One of them I'm not actually sure who's in it. <laughs> FA Cup. Wolves. And League Cup. City. So you're going with City only doing the League Cup again? Yeah. Right. I'll write mine and I'll say it as I'm doing it. So my top six, I'm going to go with Liverpool first. Um, I say it every year, I'm never going to change it. But I just feel like... I stand on the model of if it's not broken, fix it. Mm. And I heard yesterday on the telly that, I can't think if it was Carragher or someone who said it, that we've got a point to prove because we want to, if we win the league this year, it's going to be in front yeah. of the fans. Do you know what I mean? We have, that ultimately last season, we've won the league with not in front of the fans. Yeah, when, when the fans are back in the stadium, it probably will get brought on the pitch. Yeah, they will parade it. But this team won us the champ, got us to the Champions League final. The only addition is Allison, really. Yeah. And then they've won us the Champions League and they've won us the league. 
So this year they're going to win us a double. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'll still be yeah, top. Yeah, I'm going to do oh, the okay. top six first. I'm going to go Liverpool. Yeah. Um, City. Arsenal. Really? Arsenal? Okay. Liverpool, City, Arsenal and Chelsea. And then mm. I'm going to put United fifth. I feel like United are going to sack Solskjaer by December, January um, because they've given money and I don't think they're going to do very well. I mean, Donny van der Beek's a phenomenal signing. Um, yeah. And apparently they've been linked with Thiago now as well and they'll prepare to match anything he wants, obviously, so just to get him away from Liverpool. If they get Thiago... I'll be honest, if they get Thiago, that'll change. I think United will get third and Arsenal will get fifth. Uh, okay. I think Chelsea are nailed on top four. Because although they might not click straight away, which we'll talk about Chelsea in a minute in the build-up, but I feel like if United get Thiago, they'll, yeah, they'll get they'll get fourth. But at the minute, with the team that I'm going off at the minute, and I don't think they will get Thiago, I'm going to say they're going to get fifth and Solskjaer is going to get sacked. Because... Okay. Fernandez can't go all season getting penalties, surely. Um, Pogba's a, Pogba at some point in the season is going to get pissed off with United. Oh, shouldn't swear. Pogba at some point is going to get annoyed with United and just throw his dummy out the pram like he does every season. Uh, but Donny van der Beek's a good signing, but it's quite what he's like in the prem. So you get Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Chelsea, United. One, two, three, four, five. Um, Who's Wolves, but oh, they bought that Wolves. Well, <laughs> they've got that, that kid on Fabio me. Silva, yeah. Um, yeah. Spurs aren't going to get top six again. They're probably going to sack Mourinho because um, he'll get fed up. He'll want his payoff and he'll just stop making them play defensively, playing crap, being negative, slagging the players off. He'll get sacked, get his fat payoff. That's what Mourinho does now. Uh, the only team he's ever really been loyal to in the Premier is Chelsea, isn't it? Like, with United, he got fed up. Although he won yeah. the Europa League for them. Did he win the Europa League? United, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he won the Europa League, I think. He's won something every every club he's managed. I know that. Um, but I just don't think that... The, have you been watching the All or Nothing on them? No, I haven't. He looks like he's a good manager, you know. Like He is well-respected, but... You just, I just know you're from recent years he's one of them managers who gets fed up and throws his dummy out the pram and then they start playing awful but but yeah uh, Champions League Liverpool okay. I think we're going to go for it this year and I still stand by we would have won it last year if Alisson didn't get injured uh, and obviously I, I know Adrian played as Parsons winning the league and I'd never say a bad word about him the Twitter heads who slag him off they're just probably 13 year olds who <laughs> who judge players on FIFA ratings. The Ox will probably be next in the 5 line because he's got a 79. Yeah. But for me, it, I just, I think that this year, because of what happened last season, I just think that we've got a point to prove in the, in the um, Champions League. And I just, I do, yeah. I do think that we'll, that we will win it. The Europa League, I'm going to go with our Arsenal. They qualify, yeah. Well, they finished six didn't they and then yeah yeah they did no they, they had to win the uh, fa cup to qualify didn't they right and they yeah, won it. So, then, yeah. uh, arsenal are gonna win the open league i think because william if he plays how he played did you watch the arsenal game i seen i seen most of it yeah the, um, unbelievable assist, didn't he? yeah i mean they they've that front three of william uh, Abamyang and Lacazette worked probably more so than the 75 million he spent on Pepe he was probably a, a better buy uh, but then benching Pepe who he's paid that much money for that'll get him riled up so that'll get him firing when he comes on so Arsenal I think are in a good moment under Arteta yeah. uh, obviously we didn't do a podcast after the Community Shield final which I think we were very very unlucky to lose um, to put Brewster on a on a penalty to bring him on to take a penalty is a mad move it's, yeah so it's so and it's so not like clock I think if you're making a sub at the time Brewster came on you bring Adrian on because Allison's never saved a penalty for Liverpool I don't think he's Allison isn't the best at saving pens that's one thing that he isn't that good at uh, mm. and when he when he didn't save them pens he's come out that like it was all over Twitter he hasn't actually saved a pen for us um, 
which I'm not that bothered about, to be honest. It doesn't really worry me. If that's his one weakness, penalties, it's not like it's every game. But I think Adrian should have come on or more over than Brewster. Um, but we live and learn. Um, we didn't win the Community Shield last year and look how that turned out. So I'm not really that bothered. Yeah. But yeah, Europa League Arsenal, FA Cup, Liverpool. <laughs> we're having a good season here, aren't we? League Cup, Liverpool. Quadruple then, yeah? Yeah. Who's your bottom three? Um, West Brom. Yeah. Burnley. Ooh, okay. And West Ham. Alright, so we've got fairly similar there, haven't we? Yeah. Only difference is Fulham. Um, I think they're going to stay up. I think Scott Parker's a decent manager, you know. I just hate them. They're just one of them clubs. <laughs> like, yeah. I was saying before about teams that don't belong in the Premier League. I just think Fulham. I think that probably goes back to my... We used to always get beat by them, didn't we? Yeah, we used to always get beat by Years ago when he was in the Premier League, oh, I used to hate playing them, but I think they've got a good team. I don't think they're going to go and spend ridiculous like they did last time mm. he was up. Um... I mean, they lost to three 0 Was it to Arsenal? I think finished three 0 to Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, but then that's a tough game. I think Fulham will will survive. To be honest, I think how to, I think they'll just survive. I'm not saying they're going to be able to finish eighth. Uh, yeah. And I want to ask you: Do you think it's going to be your dark horse this year? So it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they have to win anything, but like Sheffield United uh, last year, unbelievable. Um, there, was a little, there was a dark horse team who would you say is your dark horse team this year I would say this team I, I wouldn't say they're particularly dark dark horse because they've had a decent season but Wolves I can see Wolves going on winning a cup and challenging for that top six again I'm going to cause controversy don't even say them Everton I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying they're going to get in the top four. I'm not saying they're even going to get in the top six. Like, I've, I've already given me top six. But I think Everton will probably finish like seventh or something and maybe go on a decent little cup run. I'm saying Dark Horse Everton because I'd really, really, really like to get them in the FA Cup final or the League Cup final and beat them at Wembley and stop them with the trophy. Um, so I'm going to say Everton's my Dark Horse. Now... James Rodriguez, I think, could be a genius signing because, like I've said to you a few days ago, he's got a point to prove him. Yeah. He's, he's had a bad few years. Since the World Cup, he's not been that good. Ancelotti likes him. Now, they've completely changed their midfield, so it's going to take time to gel. But Alan is a, he's a good player. Alan's brilliant. Alan, yeah. I think out of all of them, Alan's the best signing. I don't. I, me, myself, I think it's the core, right? And I wanted the core right at Liverpool. Um, I f- he is a- going to be world class he's not one thing I will say is the core he probably won't be at Everton long he's probably going to end up going to United or City or someone like that um, but I think Everton are a dark horse this season now they obviously they need to fix the keeper issue because Pickford's awful but and the defence isn't the best but they've they, ultimately they have got money now, if they don't buy anyone at the end of this transfer window, if they haven't bought anybody else and they've only bought them three midfielders, I'd change my dark horse to Leeds. But I'm basing this off now. I think they're still not finished in the market. Um, Everton? Yeah. I think Everton still aren't finished and I do think that they probably will have a good season. Um, as much as I hate them, they've got a world-class manager. They are. Yeah, yeah I mean... He's... Did he win the Premier Chelsea on Chelsea? No idea. He's got he's won all sorts. He's, he's won, won Champions League. Yeah. And he, he, I think now he's come in, he's going to have his first full season. It's his transfer market. He can buy yeah. his team. I think they're going to do well. Now, I'm not saying top six. I'll, what I will say is in the next few years, I think Liverpool and Everton are going to be like it was in the, the 80s. If the back... Because Ancelotti's a good manager. As much as I hate Everton, he is a good manager. And I'm, I've said that to me, mate, too, but Blues, you have got a good manager. So, Do you think, you say in a few years, so you say four years. Yeah. Do you think he would stay that long? 
The only way Everton had sack him is if he started losing loads of games like they did with Silva because they didn't want to sack him. They only sacked him because the fans wanted them gone. Everton are very much like Liverpool where ultimately if we don't want a manager, we'll get them gone. Look at Hodgson. Fans didn't want him and he was gone in, in months. Um, and I did, did absolutely adore Ancelotti. Same as like we adore Klopp and ultimately they've got to give him time. Liverpool have only... Klopp's been at Liverpool for five years. I think, isn't it? Um, 2015 did he come, was it? Yeah. So he's been at Liverpool for five years and it's only the past two seasons we've won stuff. Mm-hmm. Same with Ancelotti, he needs time and they've got decent money, they've got good owners. Um, they're on the way to getting a new stadium. I mean, we'll see because it still hasn't yeah. happened, but everything looks like they're on the, on the horizon again and do you know what? I'm not bothered. I can take Everton winning stuff, to be honest. Yeah. If, if the two best teams in the country are Liverpool and Everton and it's Merseyside and it's putting our oh, city yeah, on the yeah. map I, I miss day. having the, the, the Liverpool-Everton rivalry because it's crap yeah because you just know we're going to win and I mean it feels like the country's going back into the dark days of Thatcher and stuff like that and, and like where Liverpool will be overlooked pretty much by the Tory government so to put us on the, on the map we've got the footy and then yeah. um, I just hope that, and then like say Webster, he could be putting his own up musically. You know I, just, I just hope it doesn't turn into a, a real big rivalry. I don't think it will. Um, I think not from our perspective, it won't. But... No, I think I mean Everton are bitter, but I do. I think the bitter blues are just, just idiots. Like, like every blue I know, and I know other people who know blues. Like, there's blues in every friendship group, there's blues in families. Yes. Although they're bitter, they, they understand Liverpool are a far more superior team. So even if they go and win the league in, say, three years, they they aren't going to... Yet they'll gloat for a year because they've won the league. Yet it'll be horrible. But ultimately, <laughs> Liverpool are still far more superior than Everton. And I, it's yeah. boss to have the best players in the world wanting to come and play for Liverpool and Ever- Everton. Because at the minute, I hate it. I hate Manx. And at the minute, it's United... Like, the past few years, I mean, we're the best team in the world now, but the past few years it's been United and City, hasn't it? Like, yeah. When Fergie was still there, when City first got took over, they were just getting everyone and I hated it. So, I'd love it because I know all the Manx would hate it if Liverpool and Everton are taking over. Yeah, you want Liverpool as a City being the place to be again. Yeah. I mean, with the Burnley, and also someone touching with me saying Burnley and me bottom three, someone mentioned that, um, I think it was Carragher, Sky Sports and it, it stuck it stuck in my head because I was thinking he's right there because Sean Dice has publicly said he's frustrated with like transfer dealings he isn't getting the money in the market and stuff like that mm. and I just feel like Burnley this year are going to be a bit like Bournemouth where they haven't got <clears> that good of a team everyone knows how they play they're just going to fizzle yeah. out that's another one of them clubs that I mentioned before and you know the Wigan and Blackpool bracket where they're not no, they're not. They've been very, they, and if you, they go down, they've done well to stay up as long as they have. Um, but it'd be interesting if they do go down. Who'd get Nick Pope because he's he's a good keeper, and that's honestly why I think Everton should be targeting is Nick Pope. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think Burnley might go down because I do feel like Ancelotti knows Pickford's crap. <laughs> yeah. So and he, he doesn't go to Everton, you know. Chelsea is probably well, they're getting off. that keeper that Mendy aren't they from um, Rennes in France right, which right. is interesting because and then that Martinez from Arsenal he's going to Villa now Villa they could be a good team this year if they keep all the Grealish this Ollie Watkins is, is a good striker how he fares in the Prem we don't know they pay mm. big money for him but if they get that Martinez he's a good keeper and we were speaking all the same way even being Arsenal's number one He's a good keeper. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how they do. I mean, the market's still open isn't it, until the end of September. I think on the 28th. Um, so, yeah, there's still about two weeks left of it. I don't think Liverpool will buy anyone myself. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. We'll have to revisit at the end of the transfer window. And just... That's why I, why, why I haven't put Chelsea near my near winning the league because I don't think Thiago Silva and Ben Chilwell closed they were 33 points behind us going into the Chelsea like we'll speak about Chelsea now talking ahead because that's the next game next Sunday half four kick off away um, I don't think 
the signings they've made makes 33 points. I mean, yet they've got Werner, Havertz, Sajcek, Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell, and then this new keeper. Going forward, phenomenal. Do you think it's going to be a 33 points gap, though? Do you think we're going to get as many points this season? I don't think we'll get beat. I, I mean, obviously we'll probably lose a game or two, but I think that what's changed from Liverpool last year to this year, this is what everyone keeps saying, like, oh, we need to buy, we need to buy. Why do we? We were... Like we won, we absolutely humiliated everyone else in that league last year. We were miles ahead, and when you look at Chelsea, yet they finished fourth, but thirty-three points they were behind us. So in my eyes, they need to call thirty-three points back because Liverpool are the same team, the same morals, same work ethic. My my worry, just a slightly negative perspective on it, is that we'll get complacent. I hope not. I mean, I think we've got a team of born champions. They've had the taste for winning and they've won it. Yeah. Um, and then Chelsea was on. When you think about Chelsea, and you got sixty-six points. That's not a bad season. Sixty-six oh. points. We got ninety-nine points. Yeah, and granted, like they lost twelve games last year. Maybe if, even if that gets halved, and they win, they win six more games with the with the new team. They still yeah. and we and we're just still under the same form as last year. They still don't beat us. Sure. And Thiago Silva, yeah, he's good, but he's old. How can you say he's your answer to your defensive problems? He's old. Do you know I, mean? I don't think he's the answer as such. I think he helps. With Rudiger, yeah, he'll probably be a decent partnership, but then paying 50 mil for Ben Chilwell. Now, obviously, we, went, we went in for Jamal Lewis. Yeah, very excessive because I personally think when Jam- Newcastle got Jamal Lewis for like 16 mil. That's who, if Chelsea would have got Jamal Lewis, I honestly think they would have done better. Someone who Frank can and his team can develop. Now, people who say talking about, talking about Newcastle, that um, Callum Wilson. I would have took him off to come off the bench, like twenty mil. Yeah, that's some good business, that you know. He's, he looks sharp, to be honest. Newcastle what um, could be a team to watch out for. Ryan Fraser's is good as well. Uh, yeah. Saint Maximum is unbelievable on his day, um, but yeah, with Chelsea, do you would you say now is the perfect time to play Chelsea? No fans, they haven't gelled yet. Um, and they got to the round of sixteen, the Champions League, so they aren't playing this week. So their first game back is us. Yeah, I think in it. No, they play Brighton. Sorry, on Monday. Uh, okay, no. Even still, I think it's a good time to play them. Yeah. They, because although the, the time they've made them brilliant, they won't have had that much time to sort of gel to, as a team on the pitch. I mean, Werner is in my fantasy footy team because I do think he's going to have a good season. But Werner and Havertz are gelled. They play together for Germany. But then it's yeah. fitting the other te- other players around them, like Zajic and Zajic. I mean, they've bought well, but then... We've seen so often with teams in the past, like when City got first bought us out, buying individual players doesn't necessarily win you the league. These are phenomenal individuals, the superstars, and Werner, superstar at Leipzig, Havertz, superstar at Leverkusen, Zajcek, superstar at Ajax, Chilwell, superstar at Leicester, Thiago Silva, superstar. I mean, I know they've got Neymar and Mbappé, but he was a superstar at PSG, he was the captain. But Ben Chilwell for 50 million will not get them 33 points. That, that, he is yeah. it's mad and the players you, you think they could have got some Jamal Lewis for half that even if yeah. Norwich went up to 25 mil because they, like they did with us they were a joke dealing with us <clears throat> Jamal Lewis Ben Chilwell probably is more complete now than Jamal yeah. Lewis but Jamal Lewis uh, but is, that's, that's the Chelsea thing isn't it they buy players who are ready now yeah but every single team who's bought big in this market took a loan out you know yeah. Yeah, even Everton, Chelsea have I mean Chelsea've took a loan off Abramovich, but it's a loan and it's on the books as a loan. Um yes. so it's I think that I I don't think Chelsea are gonna be I think they've got the wrong manager. Right. Um I don't personally. He's done nothing for them. And because he's Frank Lampard, people are saying he's had a good season because he got fourth. Granted he had a transfer ban. But, yeah. and they've lost Hazard and stuff and yeah but I just don't think that 
all the amount of faith he put in them kids last year and they've repaid them. I don't think he should have went out and changed the whole team this year. I think he should have maybe changed one or two positions and give them a goal in the Champions League. If next year they finish fourth and they don't win anything again, then he buys big. But he needs to yeah. give them that chance. He needs to give them that faith because you look like Tammy Abraham and that. He is not getting in ahead of the team over here. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, and last season he did not. And he's a good player that I that Abraham. Yeah, it, he, he is. And for me, I don't fear Chelsea anymore. Last season, they lost 12, drew 6. They only won 20 games all season. They only had nine clean sheets. So the defence really, really, really needs improving. They were fourth. Obviously, they were runners-up in the FA Cup, but they were shocking in that final. They only got to the fourth round of the, of the Carabao Cup. Round the 16 in the Champions League, where they got turned over, and then obviously they lost the Super Cup to us. And yeah. people are thinking that, and you think they're going to win the league, and other people are thinking that they're going to win the league, and they've been tipped to win the league, like so many people. And it's just like, not one of these players, other than Ben Chilwell, has got Premier League experience. Well, well don't get me wrong, I hope. Are you hope you're wrong, that's, yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> just people who genuinely not, believe that... There's pundits now who genuinely believe Chelsea will win the league, and to me it's just like... You think back to some players, like... Timo Werner, world-class. Yeah. Andrei Shevchenko was world-class. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea have had a lot of... They had Hernan Crespo, they, uh, Pato went there as well. I mean, they've had plenty of players who haven't quite made it. Exactly. And but I, I don't know. Say, I hope I'm wrong, but I just got this feeling. And if I'm wrong, then fantastic. We're winning the league again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Chelsea on Sunday. Um, we'll talk after that. What's your score prediction for this one? I think it's going to be another high-scoring game. I think it's going to be 3-2 to us. Interesting. I'm going to go I with... Think, I think Bobby is going to bag a goal. Because we've been slagging them a bit. And it's away from home. Um, I'm going to go 4 1 Liverpool. Um, And I'm going to go, Moe's going to get two, Bobby's going to get one, and Manny's going to get one. I'll take that. It's good to be back, Steve. Good to be back. Season's back. Everton's back on track. Champions League will be back soon. Before you go, who would you play? Um, the same lineup. Exactly same eleven, yeah. I dropped Genie for Fabinho. Um, that's yeah. that's the exact same lineup, but Genie for Fabinho. That's it. I would so I bring Fabinho in for Genie, and I would bring massive. I think that's probably what will happen. What you've said, um. But I'm a massive Gomez fan. I think he, him, and Van Dijk are phenomenal, and the records speak for themselves. But yeah. I think that will happen because Massab's face and Gomez wasn't unbelievable against uh, Leeds. But first game back, at least we won. Obviously, there's still going to be cobwebs there. Uh, regardless that they only had a few weeks off, they still had a few weeks off of not training every day. So there is going to be cobwebs there. I'm not really that bothered. We're going to win the quadruple. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> You're in your first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice one as always coming on, Steve. All right, cheers. Take it easy. See you later.